This season of the Arts Explanatory Comma Podcast is brought to you in part by the City of Houston and Houston Arts Alliance. Houston Arts Alliance is a local arts and culture organization whose principal work is to implement the City of Houston's vision, values, and goals for its art grant making and civic art investments. HAA's work is conducted through contracts with the City of Houston, overseen by the Mayor's Office of Cultural Affairs. HAA also executes privately funded special projects to meet the needs of the arts community, such as disaster preparation, research on the state of the arts in Houston, and temporary public art projects that energize neighborhoods. In short, HAA helps artists and arts nonprofits be bold, productive, and strong. We want to say thank you to Houston Arts Alliance and the City of Houston for your support of our little podcast. Now, let's get to it. Hey, just quick heads up. This podcast may contain some adult language and adult themes. So if you got kids around, tell them earmuffs. If you at work, put your headphones on. Just make sure you're not about to get in trouble for listening to this. Also, remember that it is all in artistic context. We're not just out here talking crazy for no reason. All the time, anyway. Um, but stay tuned. Our guest doesn't really need too much introduction to our Houston area. Um, he is arguably, I'm going to say, of the names of muralists that I know in the city, he's absolutely top three. Oh, wow. Like, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I mean, if even if you don't like his work, he's top three in names you know, I'm sure. um but we are here with donkey boy also known as alex roman jr roman Roman. sorry 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 alex roman um and like i said he don't need no introduction so we're just gonna jump right in so do you prefer donkey or Alex. Uh, Alex. Alex. Yeah. All right. Cool. I mean, when I when Different I refer to people, I'm like Alex. I was like, I sound so familiar, but that's how he introduced himself to me. So that's like yeah. I call you Alex. And we're yeah, like, no, for sure. I was like, yeah. well, Donkey Boy, artistically I, known weird, as you know Donkey me? Boy. Like my art. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like I separate myself from my art. Okay. You know? So like when I'm not painting or I'm not at a show, I'm just Alex. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. They were like, you're too familiar. I was like, that's how he introduces himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, it's yeah. difficult for me to just refer to people by their nicknames if they not, like, my people, my people. Yeah. Like, I got a homeboy named Scooby. We've been calling him Scooby since I first met him. So he's yeah. Scooby, you know? Yeah. He has a real name, but Scooby is that. <laughs> I actually thought his real name was Scooby when I met him because that's how y'all introduced him. Ain't too many people parents naming him Scooby. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody, but not too many. But, <laughs> Let's get into it. Our very first question is, what is your earliest memory of art? Um, I think I was six years old. Okay. Six or five, something like that. My mom, uh, she entered me in some contest in Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. It was a school contest, and I ended up winning it, you know, and, and it was a big deal. Um, that was, like, my first real memory of art, you know, and, and wanting to be an artist. Okay. After that, I was like, oh, I want something, hmm. you know, and then just stuck to it. 
So let me ask you this, because this is a conversation that Raquel and I have had several times um, <laughs> about you specifically. But I know you as a muralist primarily, mm-hmm. but I know that you do more than just murals. Do you consider yourself a muralist, an artist, a creative, or a fine artist? Uh, I think I'm just an artist, you know, because to me, if you're an artist, you can do anything. Yeah. You know, and... and what I mean by that is you, you should be able to explore and experiment mm-hmm. with other mediums. So, you know, I'm just an artist, you know, I play music too. I'm not that good, okay. but you know, uh, <laughs> I love it. You know, I yeah. love picking up my guitar and playing, but just an artist. Uh, and I like different mediums. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to say, you know, cause I, I'm not a big fan of having like one label. Yeah. Oh, you're a muralist, so now I can only do walls, or yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So like, I consider myself an artist. Nah, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. And I think you know, because of the one dimensionality assigned to people based on their notoriety, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, when I thought of you initially, it was like, oh, Donkey Boy muralist. Okay, cool. Well, you know, and I'm gonna be quite honest. I was like, well. I mean, his work is good, but, like, what is he saying, though? Because that's always my question. Like, what are you saying? What are you saying with the work? Now, I will say when I went to look at your website and saw some of your pieces on canvas and things like that, I saw that there are some things that you're saying. You may not have had an opportunity to verbalize those Mm -hmm. just yet, but it's in the work. Yeah. So what are you saying? See, so a lot. See, that's the, the tricky part, like. As a working artist, yeah. you know, you got to, I do this full time, so yeah. you got to survive. Um, when I get hired by companies to, to paint something, yeah. I don't really have too much of a voice. Yeah. You know, uh, all I can say is, hey, I'm from here. Yeah. I'm from Houston, which there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But my art separated from, I guess, the commercial mm-hmm. uh, aspect of it is way different, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just hard to find those walls. Yeah. You know, uh, I just this year, I, I I got access to some buildings that I can paint whatever I want. Oh, nice. But I'm not getting paid for them. Right? Yeah. So then now I got to make the time, get all my supplies, you know, and, yeah. and do it uh, when I have downtime. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt me so much. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. pass up gigs to go do that. Yeah. Financially, it would. It wouldn't be good for me, you know. Yeah, but, I understand. But that's that's the that's the hard part. Yeah, is is being able to to express yourself uh, to like to a lot of people on a wall and kind of being held down yeah. to what the company wants, right? Yeah. So that's the fight. But hopefully the, uh, soon you'll see more walls that are just 100% me. Yeah. You know, so what do you pe- want people to understand from the work that is just you? I like I like conversations, you know, like to me, if, if I can get uh, somebody from a certain neighborhood to have a conversation with somebody else from another neighborhood. Yeah, I already won. Right? Yeah. Just just to have like that dialogue happen. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, um, the Picasso uh, piece that I have. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's Tupac meets Picasso. Um, I was in New York once and, and I was giving out stickers 
Mm -hmm. right? And so I, was, I gave out a sticker to this young lady, and she was like, oh, look, Mom, it's Tupac. And, <laughs> and the mom was like, I think it was her mom, she was like, no, it's Picasso, you know? Yeah. And I was like, no, it's both, you know? Yeah. And they started going back and forth on like, well, you know, Tupac did this, and she yeah. was like, well, Picasso was known for it. And to me, that's my yeah. goal, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just to get people to come together and, and you know, and chat. Okay. You know? Yeah. So is that kind of juxtaposition, would you say that's a, a, a commonality in your personal work? For sure. Yeah. Okay. For sure. You know, I did, you know, and sometimes it's not as, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. It's not, it's not as pretty, yeah. you know, like I did a, a chat piece, uh -huh. um, I showed it in Miami and in Miami, you know, there's a lot of Cuban folks and then, yeah. <laughs> they did not like that piece, you know what I mean? But yeah. through that piece, I was showing both sides, like the people that look up to Che uh, and idolize him yeah. and the people that don't, yeah. you know? And so I had a, have a, had a motor on it, and it was spinning around. And so one side was his face, like the icon, yeah. and then the other side was him as Pinocchio, yeah. right? And, man, it didn't, it didn't go too good. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, it went well for me because I got a reaction out of people. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's what I, I like, that, that juxtaposition to me is representative of what we are on this planet. Yeah. I mean, we're just, you know what I mean? <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so that, that's my whole thing. That's dope. And I, it's funny because I think about, like, every time I think about Guevara, like, people don't really look at both sides at the same time mm. all the time right because mm. he was definitely a beacon of hope for some people for some mm -hmm. people yes but then for other people yeah. he was the devil like yeah for sure <laughs> and then it's like well what do you look at like i don't know why but in mexico he's he's like idolized yeah and he has nothing to do with mexico i think at the all. only tie to mexico is that he met fidel castro in mexico city yeah. and i think that's it yeah. but you grew up in mexico and Man, you gotta have the tattoo. You gotta have the hat. You gotta. I'm like, I didn't even know who this guy was. You know what yeah. I mean? Until I got older, I'm like, why am I wearing all this stuff? And I, I did my research, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to be wearing this. You yeah. know. And so, you know, it, it depends, right? How it affected you. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's 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 fun, man. It's really fun, and, and uh, hopefully one day I get paid to paint on walls, and and I get to express myself fully. Yeah. You know. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I'm going to say that for you. It's coming. So let's go back to your earlier exploring art. So after that, after you won that art show and you said, I know I wanted to be an artist, was that just from then on you considered yourself an artist? You knew yeah. that's what you wanted to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when I was uh, seven, I, I would, uh, just kind of embarrassing, uh, I'd, I'd go to the restroom and I'd look in the mirror and I'm like, all right, this is what you're going to say when you're an artist, and this is how you're going to act when you're an artist. You know, I was a little kid, and mm -hmm. I had already, like, I had already envisioned myself, and I had already, like, read about artists, you okay. know, and yeah. the whole, like, stigma that there is, you know, the drugs and all that. And I yeah. was like, you're not going to do drugs, and you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? You're not going to, you're going to try to live long and mm -hmm. produce a lot of art. So that was the kind of stuff I was telling myself when I was a kid. So at what point did you make the transition when you became an adult? Or not just an adult, because you might have sold before then, but I'm a professional artist. When did you start working 13. to sell? Okay. Yeah, when I turned 13, uh, I sold my first piece. Wow. Nice. And uh, 
I mean, it, you know, I was making portraits for people, right? So I was in high school making portraits, and but I was making a lot of them. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is something, you know? Yeah. And so I would be in class drawing, and my teachers would let me. You know, I would do my work early, mm -hmm. and then I had all this extra time, so I was like, well, uh, can I draw? Sure. Yeah. Here's a picture of my grandson, and here's blah, 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 you know? And so I remember doing that, and then I would go work at the, at the like this, uh, it was like a festival, okay, right? And, and I would go help out, whatever, and uh, they would give me like a little bit of cash, and uh, I was like, man drawing so much better mm -hmm. you know that yeah. I, I remember thinking that i'm like man i just want to draw and so 13 was like a definite uh game changer for me and you haven't looked back since i mean you know i've 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 quit several times okay. uh, because you know the art life is is tough uh and you have all these ups and downs just like in life you know in general but Sometimes, man, sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're yeah. not, you know? And so those times that you're not hot, it's like, okay, now I got to do something else because <laughs> you're killing it for like two months. And then you have six, eight months where nothing's happening. And this was back then, too, mm -hmm. in Houston. So it was, um, it's not how it is now. Um, there's a lot more work now. Okay. Um, so I would quit and, and be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go do construction for a little bit. Uh, and I guess I'm going to go work at, you know, the grocery store for a little bit. Mm. Uh, and I kept doing that for, I don't know, since, uh, since shoot, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you anymore. But for for a few, several years, oh. I did that. So did you actually quit or did you just stop? I to quit. Oh, I okay. quit. One time I quit for two years. Okay. Or I took a break for okay. two years, you know. So what, what at, at brings the moment, you back I thought to I, I wasn't going to do it again. Mm. I just, you know, always had that itch. Remember, I would be at work sketching, and, you know, my supervisor would come in and be like, yo, you're supposed to be working. I'm like, I am. I'm working on my art, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I just, after a while, I was like, oh, okay, I can't. Mm. I can't do this anymore. So yeah. I quit, like, the real job or whatever, you know, and then uh, just was broke for a while. And uh, and I was like, I don't care. I'm just gonna be broke then, you mm -hmm. know. Cause I'm gonna be a broke artist, you know. But at least I'm an artist. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you know, things started like picking up because I had more time to devote to my my craft, mm. um, which I think is like what you need to do, you know. Mm. So let me ask you this: as I see her hanging out over there. Um, what role has your mom played in your uh, resilience as an artist? Yeah, um, just, I mean, her whole life, man, it's just, you know, uh, it, it's very admirable because she's a strong, very strong person. Uh, just her, her whole upbringing hasn't been, like, the prettiest, you know. Yeah. And, you know, my brother passed away uh, 2008. Um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, and so like, you know, she lost her son, and she still does her thing, you know. And and I'm like, man, I mean, that's right next to me. That's my mom, you know. What yeah. I'm saying? So like, gr growing up, like I saw, I saw all that, and I was like, well, man, if she can go through all that, like, yeah, I should be able to keep making art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, I think, 
that's where it comes from. I'm just, you know, and the whole donkey thing, like I'm just stubborn. <laughs> you know, I'm just really, really stubborn and, and but stubborn with the things that I want hmm. and that I believe in. Like I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna fold, you know? And so yeah. she's played a, a huge part in that. How does that influence actually affect the aesthetics and content of your work? Um you know, I'm, I don't know. You know, I'm still trying to figure that out, and I don't know if I have figured some of it out. Uh, I, you know, I used to oil paint when yeah. I first started, and I just do not have the patience for that anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel I, like every artist on our show has that's said a common thing. Yeah. Oil painting is not. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just can't. I can't do it. I want fast results. I want to move on to the next yeah. thing. You know, and I don't start my paintings how I like technically should you know what I mean so I, I just don't do things the way I'm told to do you know yeah. and maybe that's a way of showing that like I just I just do it and and sometimes I'll I'll make a mistake and I'll leave that mistake there yeah because I like it you know yeah. what I mean and so I'm I'm growing in that way to where a lot of people would say well yo you just what are you doing? Yeah. To me, it's like, I like that. You know, it's organic. Yeah. So, like, I'm starting to have a different vision for it now. Um, but, you know, not a lot of people believed in me. Mm. You know, hence the name. You know, people called me a burro. Yeah. You know, they, they, they didn't think I was going to be anything yeah. in the art world. So, I'm slowly climbing up there. So, and uh, that in itself is a way also. Yeah. Who are those? Who who are your influences in the art world? Um, I love uh, Salvador Dali. Mm. To, to me, he's just like I know he was crazy, or he <laughs> wasn't. He was acting, whatever you know. But yeah. he technically he just could do anything. Yeah, I mean he can paint realistic. He he can have a wild imagination as well. Um, you know, when I was growing up, I, I took a few classes here and there from certain people and. Most of the time, I would get kicked out because I didn't want to draw like realistic type stuff. Yeah. And in those classes, you—that's all you had to do. You, you could only do that. Yeah. You couldn't really have like any kind of imagination. Yeah. And I, that's why I started off doing portraits. Mm -hmm. But you know, one day I had an art show, and this guy was like, "Yo, a camera could do that," and I was like, "Damn, camera can do that." Mm -hmm. You know, it hit me that way because I had all already wanted to explore my mind yeah um and that's why dali is so special to me because anything he can yeah. paint anything any style whatever yeah. and he explored in film uh all His kinds of jewelry photography is crazy <laughs> the trick photography they would do is, yeah. is bananas you know it's so like to me he's like a definition of of an artist yeah and, you know, I have others, too, like Picasso for all that he did and Basquiat, mm -hmm. uh, Warhol, Frida, for sure. Yeah. Um, my mom somehow reminds me of Frida, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that there's a, a big uh, influence there, too. Yeah. What's it like working with your mom? It's amazing. You know, I mean, I'm still her son, so, like, she calls the shots. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just amazing, like. Um, I, I know she's never going to do me any wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. I don't do have you to critique look over each other's work? Uh, yeah, mainly her. Critiquing uh, yours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but not so much now. Okay. Uh, I think 
because we work we have worked for uh for several years together now like it's just it just flows you know she she'll be painting her side of the wall and i'll be painting mine and then we'll like uh you know what now i'm gonna paint over your stuff okay cool you know go for it so there's like a big trust there who's the better painter i think for sure she is you know what i mean (laughs) i mean she's just like she just has more experience in life than you know what i'm saying like and i think i don't know she's just cool that's dope it is dope. that's really dope I love my mom. I don't know if I could work with her. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think artistically I could work with my mom. But in any other capacity, nah. I mean, it it was, it was, you know, we had to get used to it. Mm -hmm. It was, it didn't, didn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? Like when we started, it was, it was definitely weird. Cause I was like, uh, well, they're writing the check out to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So what? This is how you should do it. I'm like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> All right, you know, and then like, and then she she would get a gig and she would bring me on board, and I'm like, I mean, can I say anything? Because yeah. it's my mom, you know what I mean? What am I gonna say? Mm-hmm. Hey, mom, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, and but then one day I did. I said, Mom, I think this should be that way, and that's when she was like, Oh, okay, now you're gonna tell me what to do, you know? <laughs> and I was like, Well, no, but you know, <laughs> and so we went through all that for a while, you know, maybe like a year. Okay. Of like getting used to it, but once we got used to it, and now it's just it's like butter, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a beautiful thing. Like we ha- we get to create our own schedule somewhat, yeah. and it's, it's, it's dope, you know. Mm-hmm. What would you say your favorite piece, your favorite mural that you've done is? Um, I think the Wonder Frida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's my favorite one. Um, it was the first one here in the city that uh, nobody told me what to do. Okay. I was like, I'm just doing what I want. Yeah. And, you know, and it was part of uh, Q-Fest. Uh, so I was lucky to be invited to that. So let's talk about brand partnerships. So I think the first time I saw you partner with the brand was 8th Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, was that your first brand collaboration? Um, here? Yes, yeah. in Houston. Yeah. How, let's talk through, how do those relationships come to be about, and what's been some of the takeaways from it? Well, so um, I used to uh, train in jiu-jitsu okay. a while back, and um, my trainer went to school with one of the owners, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was back and forth from L.A., and one, one time I was here, and this was when the E.T. Boys was around the cafe. And uh, my buddy Josh was like, yo, let me take you to eat there or whatever. And I went, and I was like, yo, it's a cool spot. You know what I mean? Because I seen a mural. I think Skis had done that mural. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is dope, you know? And he was like, I should introduce you. And, and Ryan and I met, and, like, we just clicked, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, they're all about puns, and so am I. So, uh that was it. I was like, dude, let me do some stuff for you. Okay. Just pro bono. Let's see what happens. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm their resident artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love I love that collaboration because I have so much freedom. You know, as long as I stay within brand, mm-hmm. like, I have so much freedom. It's fun for me. Like, sometimes it's hard to create when a brand will tell you, well, these are all the restrictions. Right. Yeah, and you're like, well, dang, there ain't nothing left. It's like, what do you want explore. me to do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, but it's fun. It's a fun one. That's good. That's really dope. 
So earlier you said um, you like to explore different media. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your favorite? I love chalk. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I love drawing with chalk. I don't, you, you don't, you're not going to see it, but, but I love that. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's like a personal thing uh, for me. Charcoal is really cool too. Mm. Um, and I still like oils, you know, it's yeah. just, it, those are like more private, yeah. you know, uh, maybe one day I'll show them. Yeah. Uh, th that's the other thing now is, uh, I have work that's just for me Yeah. and, and, and I'm, kind of greedy with it you know what I mean yeah. um because I, I just feel like everything I do is no longer mine you know yeah and and I give it away so I I had to start uh building some stuff for myself mm -hmm. that I, may sound weird but you know no nah, no nah, not at all uh have you have you played with oil pastels at all yeah I always yeah. ask people that because I love oil pastels oh yeah man. Chalk pastels, oil pastels. All I can't stuff, do chalk man. pastels. No. They're too messy. The, the <laughs> only thing that like, I just could never figure out was uh, watercolor. I've been, I've been playing with some watercolor. It's, um, it's funny. You have to have patience and move quick at the same time. Yeah. It's really yeah. weird. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and I just, I can't do it. Mm. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I'm like, man, this is not what I wanted to do. You know, and so many things happen that you don't plan yeah at least for me you know and i'm like nah that's not that's not gonna fly you know <laughs> so i could i could never do it i tried it for a few years and i was like all right i give up yeah so are there any mediums you like i want to try one day um so i used to love sculpting so i want to get back to that and i want to make my own toys okay uh so that's, i see that that's, yeah that's i see something that i definitely I really see toys do and 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 you definitely need patience for that. And so I've been working on it. Hopefully, you know, I can move past, like, the uh, the silicone feel and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Because that, that's where I'm like, nah, if it don't come out right, then I'm like, and I'll throw it away. And so. You throw work away? Yeah, a lot. I people, throw a lot of work away. People don't understand that, yeah. man. <laughs> people don't understand that. Like, everybody else will see it and be like, yo, I really dig that. Be like. I'm about to tear that shit up. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that stresses me out as a non artist. I'm like, like, what do you mean? Because I don't know, you know, like the, the design, the Tupac one, mm -hmm. right? The Picasso, like, it took me nine months. Wow. You know, I went I went back and forth and I left it and mm -hmm. I came back again. And, and it was like, you know, it was a battle, you know, and, and I almost didn't even release it. And that is by far my favorite. That's actually how I, I found you. I was at E.T. Boy, I looked up, I was like, that's Tupac. Well, that's Picasso. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And I, I had to find the manager. I was like, who did this? And he gave me your, uh, this was like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think I reached out to you on Instagram. I was like, I love your work. And I bought the shirt. I'm actually wearing it now. Um, that's it awesome. Wasn't, you said it wasn't yeah. planned. But it wasn't planned. But then I was like, no one's going to believe that it wasn't planned. So I'm going to say that yeah. it was intentional. It was planned. It wasn't yeah. planned. It was I, planned. This is one of my favorite shirts. You, through the last five years, you'll find random pictures. This is one of my favorite shirts. So you need to re-release it. Just that's you know. cool, but it was still playing. Whatever. All right. All right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was one. That was that was the one that really introduced me. And if I introduce anyone to your work, I always go back to mm. like this one because the puns and the yeah. juxtaposition. I'm like, this is this is my introduction to tell people about Donkey Boy's art. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that one. I mean, didn't almost didn't make it. That's wild. Yeah, that's and there's wild. a lot that uh, that don't make it. So when do you know a work is done? I feel it. Okay. You know, if I'm doing something that that is funny, mm -hmm. and if I laugh, 
you know, if I'm by myself and I'm laughing, mm-hmm. gold, okay. you know, uh, to me at least. And, uh, or if, you know, this is very like weird, but something happens to me when I, when I, uh, when, when I make something that I, that I really like, you know, like I get goosebumps and I'm like, oh, you know, I just get yeah. like this feeling in my stomach and, and I know like, all right, it's fire. And sometimes I'm completely wrong. You know what I mean? Like people don't, they just don't mess with it like that. But I do. Okay. And and now I'm at the point where I'm like, well, it's good enough for me. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, before I had to think of, okay, well, is anybody going to buy this? Is any, you know, again, not having any money doing it or got kind of rough yeah. for a while. And so now eh, I'm, a little, I'm in a better spot. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I just want to do it just to do it. You know, like I did a a political piece and it was on display at our donkey show. Okay. And at that time you could only see it there. You couldn't take pictures of it. You couldn't do none of that. And, you know, and it it was interesting because it it definitely started a lot of conversations. Um, Is this the one you showed at um, Basil? I just took it. Yeah, I just took it. And so, uh, you know, it's how I feel. And so... I think my job as an artist is to express myself, whether who likes it or who doesn't. Like yeah. that's dip, that, that's why I separate myself from, uh, you know, Alex Donkey Boy working with these brands and the commercial side, yeah. and Donkey Boy, hundred percent. Let's talk about that piece because I saw a glimpse on it on social media, following mm-hmm. all the Basil, um, and I, when we share this, we'll show it if you allow us. But mm-hmm. what? Can you describe the piece for our audience? And So uh, a lot of the stuff that I do comes from my childhood, mm-hmm. you know, so or it stems from there. So, you know, I love cartoons when I was a kid, still do. Um, and I used to love He-Man, uh, Masters of the Universe, right? And so many people are like, yo, are you going to do a Trump piece? You know, I'm like, nah, you know, yeah. I don't want to do that. And then, and then I, I saw... Uh, uh, you know, it's like this interview that he he did, and oh man, it just rubbed me like the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it, whatever, <laughs> you know. And so, uh, it's called uh, "Bastards of the Universe," and, <laughs> and instead of like the regular spelling, it's T U R D, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it's so crazy, like how you can find similarities between like two different uh entities or mm-hmm. different things um like you know with his hair and stuff yeah. like it kind of reminded me of, you know a beat up he-man or something you know <laughs> and so like i was like okay well that's that that's a connection right there visually yeah. you know what i mean yeah. uh and then um man at arms his like sidekick or whatever man if you like just color his uh, mustache orange, yeah. Oh, I mean uh, black, because he has it orange. He looks like Hitler. You know what I mean? So I just chopped off like the sides, mm-hmm. and 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 I put Hitler's face. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, Orko with the hat. You know, like KKK. Yeah. You know, and so like, I was like, oh snap. This is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. people that know the cartoon and can make the references. Like I'm visually, like I'm like, no, I'm onto something. You yeah. Know? And so, 
to me, you know, it's kind of like they represent the bastards of the universe, mm-hmm. people that just are not good people, you know. So, what made you want to protect that where people couldn't take pictures and? Um, because uh, you know, I had already done the chair piece, and that I mean that, that didn't go too well. Okay. With, you know, like the people that wanted to dig, they could dig, and and they knew that I was telling both sides, yeah. right? But there was a lot of people that just couldn't stand seeing this guy's face. Mm-hmm. And so they reacted, like, very aggressively and very violently. I think we ended up in a fight at the show, right? And so oh, wow. um, that's why I was like, you know what? If you want to put some effort mm-hmm. and you want to go and see it, cool, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it was, it was pretty interesting because some people that would, would – you had, it was like this little maze that you had to go through. And when you saw the piece – you know, you could hear people like, "Can I curse on this?" Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they yeah. were like, they were <laughs> yes, like, please. "Oh fuck!" Yeah, you know, and oh shit, you know what I mean? And you yeah. could hear that. So like, I'm a creep, so I love when people are looking at my stuff. <laughs> yeah. and so like, I would kind of like, you know, sit back and I was like, "Oh, I wonder what they're gonna say," you know? Yeah. And then you could hear them be like, "Oh fuck," or "That's wild," you know? And yeah. Yeah. and that was cool to me because like, you probably didn't expect to see that because. Mm-hmm. Again, I do so much commercial work yeah. where I'm not allowed to voice anything like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's why the donkey show is so special to me because that's 100% my mom and I. That mm. We're going to do whatever we want to do, yeah. you know? And so that's why I wanted to protect it a little bit. I didn't want to cause a scene and, you know, and if you wanted to talk about it, you could, you know? Yeah. But, again, <clears throat> this is how I feel. Did you um, show it at Basel? Yeah, but I wasn't there. Okay. I had a... Uh, I had to come back the next day because mm. I had a, I, uh, you know, uh, I planned my own, I booked my own flights and stuff. Mm. And obviously that's why I have a manager now and I'm, I'm not allowed to do that stuff anymore <laughs> uh, because I booked it wrong. So yeah. I actually went the day that the show wasn't even happening. Yeah. And then I came back on the, the, day, the day that the show was happening. happening. Okay. But then I had another show here. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm not, I'm never doing this shit again. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Like, but was what was the feedback? Did you did anyone give you feedback while it was showing? So I don't know. You weren't there? Oh, okay. I don't know. You know, I gotta ask Dave because like, I don't even know. Yeah. Did it make it onto social media? I, I saw a glimpse of it. I on think so. Stories, I think it did. Yeah. Okay. You know. Uh, but I didn't put my name on it either. Ah. Mm. So. Okay. I don't know. I forgot to. Oh, I was gonna say, was that intentional? No, you just no, forgot? no. I, I mean, it may to. have been lost in the banana craze. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm man, like, that banana was killer. <laughs> <laughs> banana was some bullshit. That was the talk of. <laughs> and banana yeah, was some bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. Like but somebody I'm... channeled Duchamp, like for real. Oh like, my just... god, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. That ready-made stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? That's but, crazy. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's it's tough, you know. Like I, uh, I was having a conversation with some of my 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 art buddies, and uh, they were like. What do you you know? What do you think? Obviously, it's bullshit. I'm like, I don't know if it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it happened. Mm-hmm. It got a lot of attention. Uh, I, I don't know if I heard this. I heard that he ended up making three of those. I heard similar. So you know, he got up to like three hundred some thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it a real banana? Yeah. Yeah. So it then is. it rots. Yeah. I do like- ate it. So then, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're selling, like you're selling an idea, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, it could be bullshit, but at the same time, it could be genius. 
you know, like I'm not able to do that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't. Well, so I, my wife asked me about it. <laughs> she asked me about it. And my take on it is this, right? Art is craft, it's skill, and it's hustle. That shit is part of the hustle. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I sell a banana with duct tape on it for 125000 I can yeah. I can eat for a while I mean, and make yeah. the art that I want to There's capitalism in everything. You know how many more bananas you can buy with that? Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, stop it. My favorite yeah. thing that's come from that are the social media managers who have been reimagining their brands with the duct tape. That oh shit funny to me. Gosh, I'm like, oh, okay. Crazy. Like, that's been more valuable. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool, and I think it in some spaces, not necessarily with the banana, but in some capacities it causes people to think more and engage more mm-hmm. with art right mm-hmm. like we talk about Duchamp and ready-mades and things like that mm-hmm. and I think for when Duchamp did it it was novel I think now everybody's kind of chasing that first high so to speak yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. and that banana might be a little bit of that so is it that the banana was there on the wall with duct tape or is it that it went for that price in terms what, of like uh, what what is the art there you know what i'm saying is the art that it sold for that much or is the art that is the art that it was just there you know because I mean, what I, if it didn't sell yeah yeah what, what would have happened then you know what i mean like i think the fact that it sold adds to the validity absolutely in a certain respect because mm. for makers of work like it'd be interesting to get a hundred artists in a room and talk about that shit you know what I'm saying? As opposed to getting people that sell are art. art enthusiasts or like art or sell art, right? Yeah. Because there's that capitalistic side of it. Like, everything's art. I can sell anything, right? Yeah. Like, the guy that he went into... That, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or there was a dude that went into San Francisco MoMA and put his glasses on the ground. I think that was last year or something like that. Just put his glasses on the floor close to the wall. Mm-hmm. People were walking and taking pictures of his glasses on the floor. Like, yeah. oh my God. Awesome. And it's just... <laughs> And it's cool because it's like, word, okay, anything can be art. But at the same time, there's a certain there's a certain thing in me that always gets pulled. Like, nah, man, blood, sweat, and tears goes into this shit. I mean, yeah. So that, like, stop it. Like, stop yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think some of that is people trying to prove their weight by chiming in and being like, oh, yes, that is real art because of mm-hmm. I could do that with anything. I no, can, it's true. Like, that's, I mean, that's, and that's definitely the hustle. true. Yeah. <laughs> you know yep. So it's, you know, while I'm like anything can be art and I want everyone to think of themselves as artists mm-hmm. and approach life with the same intent and intentionality as artists. I still call bullshit, though. I you know mean, what I'm saying? Too, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, and I'm not like, because well, I can't afford a $125,000 banana. I can't. But even if I could. I don't, I wouldn't, you'll be like, yeah, well, okay. I mean, there's no work. Yeah, right? and mean, it disintegrates. Like, it's I a mean, banana. The work, I guess, is in the hustle, right? Like, yeah. well, how, how did you get that? Yeah. Like, part of me even thinks, well, I mean, you could set that up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could get a few investors and you can go in with the gallery and be Absolutely. like, you know what? This is going to this is gonna be worth 120000 once it sells for that much or however much. I don't even know if that's what it sold once for. Once we hit a lick yeah, on one person. Yeah. yeah. Once we hit a lick on one person, let's make two yeah. more. Or, or even if it was it. the yeah. same people putting in all that money. Yep. Because they knew that they were going to get that kind of attention. Yeah. You know, once it happened. I mean, 
I don't know. You know, I was thinking all kinds of stuff, and then yeah. I, I, after a while, I was like, yo, I'm really thinking about a banana with duct tape. <laughs> like this, right? This shit yeah. hit me that hard that I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's and just, social media plays a role is, in yeah. that you know? because, like, oh, I was, absolutely. I was at dinner when it sold, and I was it was a dinner with art collectors and stuff, mm-hmm. and some of the people were like, I would never buy that. And these are people who've spent that money on that yeah. type of art, and they weren't yeah. impressed. But then there was a, a much more... Um, ambitious art collector was like yeah i'd buy it just to say you know that i bought it so i think perspective on yeah I that means he got long though like yeah <laughs> that's like, what that means because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you don't spend hundred and twenty thousand dollars just no. to be like yeah, yeah i got it you know what uh, yeah. i do chomp with the shovels right yeah the, like i mean it's a snow shovel yeah from a, from a hardware store so and he sold it for like what million dollars yeah. or something like that. Bought brand new. Yeah, he, I think he did it a few times. <laughs> oh, so, the bicycle wheel on the stool, yeah. like all right. that. There's been bricks, like, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Like, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, Supreme's tough. doing it. You know what I'm saying? Supreme's <laughs> definitely doing it. Paint you know? something red and slap Supreme on it. Yeah, those those. Uh, they did some bricks too, and those yeah, ones, they did bricks. Man. They did a crowbar. Yeah, like that. You know Anything. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And on the converse side, there is a piece, and I I can't think of the dude's name. I'm going to look it up, and I'll put it on our Instagram. But he did a piece where it was his his lover what had died of AIDS, and he was supposed to maintain a weight of something like 142 and a half pounds. So his piece is 142 and a half. Like, whatever the weight is, it's the exact weight mm-hmm. in candy. Now I remember he it. sold that piece to, uh, I think it's I think it's in SF MoMA. Um, so basically, you can go in and take a piece of the candy. Like that's part of the art. You're taking a piece of the candy by taking a piece of that candy. You're taking a piece of that the memory of that person with you. Wow, that's that's yeah. dope. That you know what I'm saying? Is cool. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Like a banana strapped to a wall. Yeah. By comparison, yeah. like yeah, it's different. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, my what happens when that banana like rots? Nothing. You throw it away. There's Jesus. no way. If yeah. I paid 120 something thousand, I'm gonna throw it away. But I mean, I guess it's it the happens. concept of I had that art when it existed, and yeah. when it doesn't exist anymore, I still had it. Uh, okay. I was the owner, but yeah. yeah. I mean, same thing with Michael Ray Charles. You know, with those non-archival pieces, like, you know, that makes sense. But that makes perfect sense to me. Like, the symbolism in that is dope. To say and document that you owned a piece of that, I don't know if that would have been my thing. Mm -hmm. I personally would have been very happy to let all the white people buy those. (laughs) So I can laugh about that, you know what I'm saying? But (laughs) I'm just saying, like. And I wonder if hearing the artist talk would change my perspective. Because sometimes when I engage art, I'm like, I don't get it. And then I hear the artist speak about it. And I'm like, okay. Because I think there's value in the why you created what oh, you created. Lot, yeah. But for the banana, I don't I don't care enough about the banana and duct tape to want to dig deeper. I'm like, all right. You hit a lick. Congratulations. I've heard yeah. Damien Hirsch talk. And I'm still like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's He's selling sharks in formaldehyde. And I'm still like. Man, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's it's tricky, you know. Like, so I don't know. let me ask you this though: like, what is what was the cat? Well, first of all, what got you into murals, into painting murals in the first place? Um, and I know we're going back. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm bringing us yeah. back to where yeah. we're. I'm, we'll be back. Um, <laughs> man, I first started. I don't know why I started. Really, uh, I think because of Diego Rivera. 
Uh, He's married to Frida. And I was like, man, he's a muralist. Like, I want to do that. And I sucked, man. Like, I just really sucked. I couldn't figure out how to scale, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I was like, man, this is not good. That's the worst, too. And so we would practice at home, my mom and I, you know, at her house. And, and, you know, (laughs) it was bad, you know? And I would paint my door and I would paint all, I would paint whatever that was large. and I was like, I need, I need to get better at this. Yeah. So I would offer free murals. Oh. Uh, like if you had a wall yeah. in your house or wherever, hey, let me let me see what I could do. Because I wasn't good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, <laughs> it was rare to find somebody that was going to let me do it. Uh, but then I started getting better. And I was like, yeah. and I kept asking people. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm painting too much of these now. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually like decent now yeah yeah uh, i did a, i did a few buildings like that also and the um the first one that that i did with my mom that i was like okay i'm better now mm-hmm. you know and my mom's better at this now too uh was at her house okay. you know and so we never finished it uh but it was looking really nice um and after that I, you know, I did like dance studios and all that, but I, I did one at the Black House, which the Black House uh, back then was known as like Anderson Silva's gym. Mm. And this was when Anderson was, I mean, he was a beast. Like he still is, you know, mm-hmm. but nobody could touch, touch him in the UFC. And he was middleweight champion. And so that was like our first big one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like everybody saw it. It was all kinds of press there. Um, and the way the way that happened was pretty dope. Like, you know, we, we were rushed kind of because I had to catch a plane back uh, to Houston. I was living in L.A. already. Um, and I remember looking at it, I was like, damn, we killed this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was yeah. like, I can't even believe I was a part of this, you mm-hmm. know? And... Uh, and that was it. Ever since then, like, now now it's, you know, it's easier to, like, figure out the dimensions. And, yeah. You know, and, and, and sometimes when you don't have a lot of time, like, you got to use a projector, you know? Yeah. I was so against that till this year. Yeah. This year I was like, okay, you know, I'm getting older. Like, I don't like being on the ladder as much. Mm-hmm. I don't like being on the lift as much. So if I could minimize that time, then... All right, I'll do a projector, you know, because yeah. I would take like a whole day doing the sketch. Yeah. For the uninitiated, when you can you explain briefly the projector? What do you mean? So, like, you know, you get your image and you use a projector and you project it onto the wall. Okay. And uh, then so that you could just trace it. Okay. You know? Yeah. I was like very much against that, and now I'm like, well, it's still my design. Yeah. Yeah, might as well just hurry it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes you only have like five days, four days to finish a project. Okay. And if it's taking me the whole day to sketch, then you know. Yeah. I just be like, look, man, as long as you ain't pulling no Mister Brainwash, you good. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or uh, Alec oh, Monopoly too. You know, he didn't even draw his stuff. Oh no, you you gotta what? Exit through the gift shop. People think that exit through the gift shop is about Banksy. Yeah. It is not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It is not. It is about Mr. Brainwash, a dude who created a studio to make art because he couldn't. And he was like, yo, 
okay, I'll just hire these people who can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but I mean, that's it's been a whole the case thing. with with uh, with a lot of people too. Right? Yeah, it has. I mean, it's it has. You know that that's the cool thing about art, man. It could be anything. Yeah. Anything you yeah. want, you know. And sometimes it's, the direction is important. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like directing the people who are that directing the hands that are making the work. Like that's important. And there are a lot of master artists who did that, but they mastered the work first. Yeah, yeah, yeah Taking yeah. that shortcut of not mastering. <laughs> yeah, a big shortcut. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah. you did. It, it's kind of like you know, it's your design, and yeah. projecting that on the wall is one thing, but those blends, that shading, getting the color just right, mm-hmm. mixing color. That's important. You know what I'm saying? That's the important part of it. Because anybody could use a projector to put a sketch on the wall. Mm-hmm. Let them fill that in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's no, like, for sure. you know, like people you've seen with a coloring book. Yeah. You shit with that coloring book. Like yeah. how? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's the same thing, you know? So I keep doing it. Like, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> cut you know. that time in half. Yeah. So what made you want to make the transition that I see happening now from the murals to kind of this fine art world that finds you in places like Art Basel and things like that. Like what what caused that transition? Um, so I felt like I was making good work, you know, and I felt like I didn't I didn't have a lot of eyes on it. Yeah. And that like really bothered me. Um, yeah. I was like, man, like taking a lot of time to to do this and think about this and nobody gets to see it yeah because i didn't have a fan base i didn't have like you know the first art shows i had i mean nobody came out yeah like i remember four people being there Mm. um and that that hurt me you know it's like wow man they're never gonna get to see like what i'm doing and nobody you know is gonna appreciate it or not or whatever i just needed more eyes you know and so uh, that was part of the reason also I wanted to do murals. I'm like, mm-hmm. everybody can see that, you know? And yeah. so the Picasso was the first piece I took to Basel. Okay. Uh, I don't even know how I got there, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I think, I don't even know. Somebody reached out, uh, Kiki, that's her name, Kiki. She's from, back then she was from New York. I'm not sure where she lives at now. But I think it was through Facebook or Instagram. Mm. She was like, hey, you want to come to Art Basel? And I was like, yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i was like damn i don't have anything you know and i had been working on that but again i got the copyrights to that so mm-hmm. like that was it was a whole process you know i didn't even think that painting was going to make it and i was like i took it it got lost in the airport Shit. That was, yeah it, it was this whole big thing <clears throat> for me you know and uh finally it made it to the show and i was like all right let's see what happens you know yeah and man, Naughty by Nature came out. Yeah. Like a bunch of people came out just to see the piece. Mm, that's dope. And I, I'm not sure if this is true, but uh, one of my, my buddies who was working at that gallery, he said that uh, Mr. Brainwash's brother came. Mm. And they were going to buy the piece. But because he has a cross mm-hmm. and they're uh, Moroccan Jews. Yeah. They, like they, nah. Yeah, it didn't fly. Okay. And, and they called me. I was like, well, I, mean, I guess I could paint over the cross if you want me to. You know what I mean? But, like, nah, jokingly, like. Uh, like yeah, bro, I could put the star of David. What's yeah. up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, but uh, it was, like, it was cool because, like, that was, like, one of the pieces that, yeah, you know, that hit hard. And I was like, oh, snap. And then people started following me from all over. And 
I was like, okay, now, now I feel like I have a voice. Yeah. Like it's, I'm being listened, you know, yeah. listened to. So, um, that was why I wanted to do that. And I felt it was necessary for me to do that. Yeah. So how, how are you feeling about that? Like what's, what's your experience been now doing art shows and, um, I know you're getting people to come out and some of these people are like, oh, well, he has such a, and all that. Like, what what does that feel like now? Oh, man, it's so weird, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it really is weird, man. I don't think I'm, I'm used to it. I don't think I'll ever get used to that because yeah. I'm just not like that. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I really separate myself. Like, you know, when I'm Alex, I'm Alex. Yeah. And, and when I'm working, I'm the other guy, you know? Yeah. Like, so, uh you know, I've learned just to say thank you yeah. instead of like, why? Why are you saying that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, cause that was my, used to be my initial reaction. Like, oh dude, I really like this piece. Why? Yeah. Why you like it? You know, like I, I, I couldn't, I don't know. I just didn't understand it. And now I just say thank you and, and thanks for the support. And, yeah. you know, and, and it feels great because I'm finally in a place where I can kind of do what I want to do. Yeah, you know the donkey show was all about that. Like, man, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna have yeah. a donkey there. You know, and people are like, you shouldn't have it because mm -hmm. it is. And I'm like, well, I already rented it. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So like, I don't see why not. You know, and 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 so I did. I, it was like a trial run at the yeah. same time. You know, we only had like two weeks to put it together. Yeah. So there was not a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, but it feels cool to be able to do what you want to do mm -hmm. and have people react to it. You yeah. know, whether they like it or they don't like it, like, at least they reacted. At least they yeah. cared enough to, like, look at it, you know? And so I love it, man. I, I can't wait to, like, start traveling more. Yeah. You know, and now showcasing what I what I can do elsewhere. Yeah. So this is a question that my boy told me I need to start asking people. How did you feel when you got that first check that you couldn't believe you got? for a piece that you made that's yeah. all you like yeah. that that check that made your eyes be like oh shit work but <laughs> yeah yeah uh i got a check like that a few years ago and uh dude it was crazy right? <laughs> <laughs> like part of me felt like like the banana guy i kind of yeah. almost felt like that guy you know what i'm saying like yo i just scammed you you know what i mean like i felt like part of me felt like that because i mean i'm just you know, like going from like selling from like fifty dollars, yeah. you know, and I would invest probably sixty dollars on making the piece, you yeah. know. So I, I would take an L, you know, to making like tens of thousands on a piece, and then I was like, well, I didn't even know it was worth that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, but it's worth what somebody will pay for it, you know. Yes. And I, and I, you know, sad but true sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't paint for a while after that. Because yeah. I just fuck, yeah. I couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, well, what I do now? Yeah. Well, what does that mean now? Like, yeah. does that mean that everything I do now is at that yes. price? That means or the price of it, a you brick know what I'm saying? I'm like, Thank you. My <laughs> so, favorite thing. Yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was really cool. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it was really cool. Put some money in my pocket. Uh, but at the same time, I was like, oh, shit. I need to step it up now. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, I, I really need to, like evolve you know yeah. because now i sold a painting for x amount yeah and i mean it's what people make in a year yeah you know most people so i was like 
snap. This is serious now. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And so, but. That's that throw a party on a Tuesday money. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, man. I'm not going to lie. It was fun. Do I have that money now? No. You know? But, but, uh, but that's what happens when you don't have money and you get some money. Yeah. You know? Like, you don't know how to act. So. Uh, oh, he's, he, so he did throw a party on a Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't, conf- I wasn't confused by that. I knew what happened. Yeah, like, yeah. but you know, it just it changed me. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is serious. Like, yeah. really serious now. And I'm sure that the next check like that is gonna make me grow as well. You know. Yeah. So, yep. Well, look, man, we talked about a good amount of stuff, but I think we need to do a part two because I know you got this hard stop. Um, well, Markel can we talk about what the hard else? stop is for? Because I think it's really important. So your your work in the community, can you tell us about the work you're doing with Break Free Houston? Yeah, so I'm uh, one of the art instructors at the uh, Southeast campus. Um, so right now we're working on a piece for a recital that, that we're going to have uh, in January at Match. Okay. So nice. I got to go prep, make sure that they have all their paints and brushes. And so we're painting on a wall. So I gotta go make sure mm-hmm. that, that, that that's taken care of. And can you tell our audience briefly what Break Free Houston is? Break Free Houston is a hip hop school. Uh, they teach art, uh, b-boying. Similar uh, to YA? Similar, From back in the very day? Very similar, Moy yeah. runs it, yeah. Okay. How do you know about YA? Yo, man, I, <laughs> listen. Wow, If it's hip hop, I did it. Wow. Like, so back in the day, um, I had some homies. I grew up in A-Leaf, man. So, okay. like, and because I'm a weirdo, I started doing graffiti when I was young. All my homies were Latino. So, wow, um, they were like, yo, have you ever tried breaking? Nah, I'll try. So, we started doing a little bit in the gym at school. And then they were like, yo, we're going to YA. I think, like, freshman year. They're like, yo, we're going to go out to YA. The fuck is YA? Wow. They took me out there, and I was like, "Yo, this is dope." Never went yeah. back because I was playing basketball at that yeah, point yeah, too. That, so, yeah. but yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm YA, familiar. Man. Yeah, like, uh, but but this is more like YA was like a hangout. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. This this is like educational, like yeah. very structured. But that's crazy that you bring a YA <laughs> man. You really took me back. YA was dope, man. Yeah, it was dope, you know. And uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to like to be part of that, and I actually. The, when they teamed up with AmeriCorps, I, I worked with uh, for AmeriCorps nice. under YA for for a good while, man. Nice. Two years. So That's now wild, and dude. bring you full circle That's to where you're instructing <laughs> with Break Free. That's really dope, though. What oh, I was mentioning I to it. Alex earlier is I when I met Alex five years ago, I interviewed him, and one of the things I was like, "What's something you want to see?" And he's like, "I'd love to see more artists get involved with." programs like break for yeah. houston he said this to me five years ago so yeah. when i saw him announce that he's an art instructor yeah. i was like i don't even he said he didn't remember but it was a full circle moment that yeah you became the artist that worked with break free that you said you wanted i dig to see. that because wow. i mean having been an art teacher in high school like i get it like mm-hmm. these kids need that mm-hmm. yeah but you know, as human beings we don't need the school system because <laughs> that's some shit <laughs> yeah you know uh it's been a long time coming for me um well, like you said, I brought it up, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, Moy, you know, who's the owner, mm-hmm. uh, B-Boy Moy, uh, he had asked me a few times, but I just felt like I wasn't ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I feel like I'm ready. And by that, I mean, like, I have more knowledge. 
Uh, I'm a working artist. I know what these companies want. I know what these brands want, these clients. Um, and I have access to things that I didn't have back then. Mm. So we're going to paint murals. We're going to do all that because I have people that believe in the art and are fortunate enough to own buildings. Yeah. And they can be like, here, paint whatever you want. Yeah. And to me, like, taking these kids out there, like, 10, 12 years old, like, and they're painting a wall that everybody gets to see and drive by. Yeah. Come that's on, dope. Man. Yeah. Like, that's, that does a know, lot for them, for oh, sure. yeah. You know, if I had that. Yeah. Especially when you don't have to dodge trains and cops <laughs> and oh, man, trespassing, yeah, bruh. You know, and then and then imagine, you know, like I'm fortunate enough to have a, a publicist, you know, yeah. like I mean, let's put down the chronicle. I can yeah. just imagine, like, yeah. what these kids are gonna feel when that happens. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's dope. It's a game changer, for sure, yeah. You know, so that's why now is is the time for me to do it. Yeah, um, and these kids are awesome. That's good. They're really good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. very creative and, and, uh, and I love it. I, I thank Moy for that, for yeah. that opportunity, for sure. I mean, for sure, kids, kids deserve these opportunities, man. But I know, like, organizations like Break Free and like Workshop Houston as well cater to mostly black and brown kids. Mm-hmm. And they need that even more because it's therapy and they don't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'll say on behalf of those kids and their parents, thank you. Because it's, it's a big deal. It's a yeah. big damn deal. Oh, so. no, for sure. Yeah, I, I used to work uh, at FUSA. Okay. Uh, so families under urban and social attack uh, in Third Ward. Yeah. Uh, but when I worked there, they had, like, this very small house, you mm-hmm. know. And as soon as I left, they got this big old building. And I was like, really? You couldn't, you know, <laughs> couldn't get that when I was there? But, like, you know, I've worked with kids for such a long time. Uh and I took a break, yeah. and uh, I feel like now, now I can really contribute the way I want, you know. Yeah. So it's a blessing. Thank you for for letting us get to that part because I was like, I yeah. know you got to run, but I want to tell people why yeah. you're running. No, no, <laughs> yeah, and I apologize for that. No, oh no, nah, you're good. That I mean, listen, if there's, like, we can do a, we if can there's do any two. reason, yeah, to like cut something short, that's a great reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but we definitely appreciate your time, man, for sure. This this interview was a long time coming. Yeah, <laughs> in the works for like, a minute. I was like, Mark, we got to interview Donkey Boy. We got to interview season one. I had I was yeah. like, we got to interview Donkey Boy. So yeah, no, I, I had like, to, we'll, we'll do a part two for sure. Yeah. I had to vet you a little bit more though. I had to, <laughs> I had to look at the work, man. I was like, you know, people nah, there, there are a lot of people it. that make yeah. work for work's sake, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like what what will a person have to share with our audience other than Oh yeah, man! I like the colors in that shit. Like it's <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's got to be more than that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I wanted to make sure that, like, because I with a lot of muralists, it's just like uh, I'm out here having a good time, and that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. great. But yeah. I we need more. So, yeah. and I'm I'm glad that we got to talk to you because there is more. You have more to say. So maybe we can dig a little deeper in that. We'll hit up DA and, and make a part two. Yeah, we'll yeah. do a part yeah. two, man. Dope. Well, man, we appreciate your time for sure. And we appreciate everyone for listening on behalf of Raquel Simone and Mark Francis. Thank you. Peace. Bye.